Welcome back. It's your girl Candy K. Lynn. And your boy Showtime Show. And we got a special guest with us today, Chuck. Thank you for joining us, Chuck. So, Thank y'all for having um, me. No problem. On this segment, guys, we are going to go ahead and talk about Coming to America. Who had a chance to watch it this weekend? Well, I was so busy. I watched the first five minutes. I it, was action, thing. it was action-packed. It was not action-packed, but it was character-packed, right? You had everything. You got Wesley in there. You had everything in there, right? You had up-and-coming artists, up-and-coming comedians, such as one of my faves. He's from Atlanta. His name Nav Green. It had a lot. It was big for the culture. It was monumental for the culture. Okay. It should have came out in Black History Month. So, Chuck, what did you think? I loved it. I mean, I see a lot of negative comments. Like, I mean, it's 30 years, man. We got to celebrate that, you know, Eddie and Arsenio are still able to do it. I'm happy to see that. Like, they, they, they still pulled the load and played multiple characters, even new characters. I mean, the whole de-aging scene, dope. I mean, I loved that, you know. I mean, I loved it. I mean, was I going to give me the same impact from the first time around? Oh, hell no. Hell no. I, I, I didn't expect nothing like Friday. I didn't expect it to be nowhere near anything from the original stuff because that got us all started in the first place. But, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, for a follow-up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad I watched it and didn't take the comments of Facebook because um, everybody's a movie critic that can't write a movie. Thank you. Um, you know, it it, it, it it bothers me, especially like in black film groups that you hear all of this conversation. It is not 19, what year did the, movie, the original movie come out? 89. 89? It's not 1989, it's 2021. So in order for them to be able to bring back a storyline that made sense, that had a beginning, a middle and the end, and for most of the original, almost all of the original characters to be present, as you said, I was like, John Abel's them are old. Like, John, James Earl Jones, like, to do 12 hours on a set is big. And as you said, Eddie and Arsenio are close to 60. So we didn't get yeah. it. We we got a quality movie with a lot of talent. What and that's what they wanted to do. My thing is, what did y'all expect? What did I you don't expect think from the movie? You expected it to hit the... You want a sexual chocolate all over? Like, what did you expect? I mean, he was there. No, I'm saying, what did you expect from a movie? Did you, what you expected Friday after next, right? When we talk about a movie, it's, it's thirty years. You know what I'm saying? Like, Eddie don't tell jokes the same way he told in '89. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie in '89 was raw and uncut. Since that time, Eddie had been to Disney, right? Mm -hmm. like, like, come on, like, what? What are you? And my thing is, like, people, it wasn't as good as the first one. You really thought it was going to be? You, you thought it was going to hit the same way? It's been 30 years. The I mean, that, go ahead. The fact that we were able to bring so many African-Americans in for the culture, I feel like it's a win. And, and, and they're going to watch it. The new generation is going to watch it the same way that we watched the original Coming to America. Because well, the new it's generation probably ain't seen Coming to America. Well, I saw a lot of people's parents were like going back and re-watching it with their younger kids. So I saw that. And then the ones that are mid-aged, they'll come around to it. But it was more relevant for today. Like, I, I just never know what people want in a follow-up movie. And we're like the only group of people that don't understand that series and universes is what really gets people paid. So 
you got your original and now people are streaming the original, which means everybody in that cast is getting money. If their royalty deals were set up properly, they're getting paid off of the first movie and now they got yeah. another movie and they can continue to get paid off of the movie. Like that's how sequels and universes go. Mm -hmm. The Fast and Furious is at like nine. <laughs> I mean, we still watching cars, right? Nine too many. <laughs> <laughs> nine but, too many. <laughs> but people are still doing what? Yeah, nine too many. People still nine too many. Uh, I, I, I was off that train and the rock flexed his muscle and broke his uh cast. I was done then. <laughs> I, I haven't <laughs> seen Hobbs versus Shaw. I just seen some of it. I like it. Seemed like it's pretty interesting. Like I mean, it's a it, yeah, it's a popcorn movie. Like I have to like all right. They're not in real life. They're closer to Marvel. In DC, <laughs> that's why you gotta just all right. Let me just and not. The moment where, where Vin Diesel was flying in the court and they had no wings, I said, "Come on, y'all do it." Yeah, like, come on, man. Yeah. And I was watching the movie like I'm intrigued, but this is not real. Fast and Furious One, everything was realistic. Every they could right. rob those, they could rob those things like that. But there was a point where y'all was flying cars through the air, strapped now, and and that's what I'm saying about coming to America, right? Fast yeah. and Furious 1 looks nothing like 9. Or whatever yeah. is coming out in 2020 because it was delayed in 2021. And it's going to, if the movie theaters open up, it's going to sell out. Oh, yeah. And, and coming to it America, uncontrolled what people wanted to say, had it been in the movie theaters this weekend, it was going to sell out. I'm waiting to see Amazon's numbers. I'm sure they look oh, amazing. Yeah. So oh, yeah. if you're not a writer, you're not a producer, I don't think people understand it is, you, you can't do the exact same thing. Well, look, let me say this. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. What would they produce? Everybody got an idea. What would you produce? What would your quality of work be? What would your storyline be? How would it We see it every day on Facebook or social media. <laughs> and but that'd be the good scores because they unscripted. See, it's a lot uh, easier to write un a great unscripted story than a scripted story. First of all, you got to make sure that you're using the right scenes like okay intro to act one intro to act two like setting it up and then as mr shot just said like shot time shot just said you gotta have a beginning a middle and an end the movie at least had a beginning a middle and an end you know i love it never, drug. It, never drug. it never got slow it was it was fluid it was you know i'm are, are we looking for life-changing lines i mean if if you want things that are powerful go watch judas and the messiah like yeah. i just don't i i i I think that we need to understand that coming to America is comedy. We we got comedy. We got all of the best actors that, you know, I mean, we were, we were missing what, Cedric the Entertainer and, and Steve Harvey? Like, D.L. Hughley? Like, what else did you, what else did you want? You got comedy. You got comedians playing comedic comedy roles. When they brought back Chris. Um, man, what's his name? Um, is it Chris Anderson? What is that? The white comedian that said he's on fries. Yes, they I brought him back. I was like, Whoa, that's fan service right there. You really, <laughs> I like gave you, you gave know. the people a Chris little bit of this. Was, oh, that's crazy. Yes, Louis, and then like Louis Armstrong, and not Louis. Oh, maybe Louis, like because he did life with Louis. Yeah, 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 that was him. I can't remember yeah. his name. Well, like, it, that's how old it was. It was like, dang, like, he had a whole cartoon. Yeah. So we gave you comedy. We gave you 
a flashback. Like, even if you hadn't seen the first one, you weren't completely lost on what was going on, they flashed you back, which is how we do new TV. We do flashbacks. The first one, you weren't living, though. Yeah, honestly, like you don't watch the first coming to America. Well, there but are a lot of people that have watched I, I, I a lot can't, of things. I can't be in that. I didn't, I, I didn't see, um, yeah, I'm probably going to be like, wow. I never seen Men in Society I got to college. I watched yeah. it. I, well, my I school in high school, college. I watched it every day. Yeah, I ain't never seen it. You know, well, there was a lot of stuff college. that I hadn't seen until I got to college, though. So, but that's what college is for, right? So hmm. people that are our age, if you haven't seen Coming to America and you got any streaming services or you got a fire stick, Shame on you, right? Oh, you got an uncle, <laughs> an auntie. You done been to black college. That's another reason why y'all need to go to the HBCU, right? Because at the HBCU, you watch black stuff, like you you watch oh, movies because there's nothing else to do. Now, now these kids got bowling alleys and swimming pools and stuff. Maybe they do, but you can't tell me it's that much to do on the yard on mm. a Monday. <laughs> yeah. I mean. All we did was just back to back. <laughs> Watch movies. Like, you know, once the lunchroom is closed, and I'm sure everything at Prairie View still closes at 10. Like, what are you doing from 10 to 6? Oh, it, like, oh yeah, you know it, <laughs> You know, you that's why you send your kids to the HBCU so they can watch movies like yeah, Coming I, to America. I was kind of bad last night. Watched the All-Star Guys and when Prairie View will get mentioned. <laughs> what I did, because the young man won the scholarship. I'm just saying, like on the big stage, they always kept like, "Oh, it's Clark, it's Fam, you." Yeah, like, but we, you know, we're not United Negro College Fund, so we yeah. don't we don't get to you know because we're a state supported institution. We we're not United Negro College Fund, but Chris mm-hmm. Paul had the jacket he wore to the game representing um, yeah. with all the HBCUs on. He started a great program over at Winston Salem State. Like yeah. he would mix in with Harvard. Uh, you know, Steph Curry has started the golf team. He's funding the golf team at Howard. And, you know, Dr. Simmons has started her own race relations program. So, shout out to Prairie View A&M University during Black History Month. Y'all give y'all 1876 to the university. Send your donations. Check with your companies. They do donation matches. So, make sure your company donation matches. But, um, you guys, so, with, with Coming to America, right, what are some other black movies that, some of your other favorite black movies that you would like to see remade or not remade? Chuck, Ooh. you can go first. Ooh, that's a... Give me two. Remade? Two. Yeah, two movies that you would either like to see remade or like wonder how, how it ended. Like, it ended, but oh. could there be a sequel? I got a few. <laughs> what you said, two. Last Dragon two. is up there. Mm. The Last I've Dragon needs that. to be... You got to see it. The Last Dragon probably needs to be remade or sequeled out. Um... There's a few movies. Uh, one, so I'll stay in the kind of like the action genre. I would like to have seen a sequel to um, Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg. I think Whoopi that Goldberg. would probably be a good one. Um, and and, and my all time favorite, Strictly Business. Strictly Business need to be updated. Hmm. Okay, Mrs. Shaw. Life. Like a, like a sequel, you know what I'm saying? Like what they did afterwards. You know, what, what Ray and Claude did after they was, you know, they got free. You know what I'm saying? They, they, did they ever get back? To, did Mr. New York City ever get back to New York City? Well, they went to the baseball game. Yeah. 
ended with them at the baseball game. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? But so, what they did there. You know what I'm saying? Like what happened after? Like the word had changed. They had been locked up since the twenties. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they they didn't know what freedom looked like. They didn't have freedom. You know what I'm saying? So that's one. Let me see. Let me see. All them nice. I know I keep picking Eddie Murphy movies, but Eddie Murphy was was Black History. Like you don't you don't have Black History in comedy without Eddie Murphy. And I think mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people realize. Like yeah, boom, Richard Pryor was the first one. Right then, you know, we had the kings of comedy, but before the kings of comedy, it was him. And I feel like Red I, I, they were comedians, but I, I agree with you. Eddie, no, Eddie no, is, no, again, nothing, nothing against none of them, right? Nothing against none of them, but again, like until last night, I thought Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player ever. It's LeBron James, it's LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> no question of that. Michael Jordan ain't never have to face uh. Uh, Avengers. Okay, he never. He he. he LeBron James is so powerful, so powerful that the Avengers had to team up. Captain All America, right. Iron Man, Thor. Like you know. Can I cover on this? Go ahead. Can I cover on this? All right. Now, I'm with you, Cliff. Now, a lot of people always used to get mad at me. There's only been five players in the history the NBA that drug trash in the finals. <laughs> LeBron James is one of them. Allen Iverson, Dwight Howard, drug trash. I'm sorry. I don't give a damn what anybody said. They drug some trash. And usually you lose when you drag trash. LeBron's the only one that drug trash five consecutive times and won once. <laughs> when True. he won at Cleveland, I was like, yo, you got to be putting the GOAT conversation now. Well, since, Point since blank and got, simple. So since we've gotten off coming to America and y'all decided to go to the All-Star game. I, I'm sorry. I was going to try to let them make it. Please tell me how Kevin Durant picked that team. I, I am I the only one who was like, how how did you like? Because it, it wasn't like LeBron got to look at the roster and choose everybody first. Y'all with every other person. How did Kevin Durant end up with as close say that was the Avengers team last night? How did you allow LeBron James to end up with that roster? I just, how did you let him get Dame and Steph? You still mad at Steph because you out of Oakland? Yeah, that's all petty. I mean, did he try to get all his partners? I'm gonna get James Chris Paul. Paul. Get, you mad at yeah? Oh, you like, mad at Chris Paul because Chris Paul is LeBron partner? Like, and that team was like 30 plus. Let's talk about it. They had all the little guys. <laughs> they had all the little guys that stars in the league, and they're 30 plus. That all the white boys. Yeah, how did you let LeBron put together that team? Like, I don't tell LeBron not throw it back. Y'all know how it is, like, when you pick your team and you look up in, in three-on-three or five-on-five, you be like, nah, I'll run that back. We got to repick, yeah, shoot like, again. I can't yeah, play yeah, like, these guys. Like, dude, that's when you throw the dominoes back up. Y'all got to watch You throw it back out. I was like. I got six <laughs> doubles. Tripping. I got all the doubles. Like. Yeah, you tripping. You going to let Dame and Steph be on the team with LeBron? You tripping. And Chris Paul? I just don't you understand. <laughs> I mean, I understand that Kyrie is your friend, and I understand James Harden is your friend, but you know James Harden don't play no defense in the regular season. I'd be like, you you know, he just be there sometimes. Full games? What are we talking about? Boo check? Really? I like Donovan Mitchell's probably the only one he got that made sense, but that was at the end. He should have got Rudy first. He should have got Rudy. And Devin Booker even play last night? No, he he didn't play. He He got got hurt. hurt. Yeah, that's but, that's, that's oh, gonna be a speech right there. 
Mike Conley took his spot. And Joel right. Embiid and Ben Simmons also got COVID. So it was on COVID list. So Right. And then there was no Anthony Davis. So just look at – I'm just saying, look at what LeBron had, as you said. So think about what LeBron would look like with a point guard like Chris Paul or being able to play with a shooter like Steph Curry. Nah, what it's, would it's and, and I am yeah. a Jordan Kobe girl. You can't tell me no different. But you gotta give LeBron credit where credit is due. LeBron is in season eighteen. And I and I always say ghosts go by errors too. So I mean I can't I agree. Really just phase out that, me what partner, Kobe did and what Jordan did. I agree. No, 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 no. Me and my partner came up with it last week. This is the first time I heard him pull up first. They're a generational ghosts, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the goat the goat I said they would rap. Singing, yeah, generational everything because you just don't go back and erase they, they yeah, greatness, right? right? You don't, you can't just, yeah, you can't like disregard. So, each of them had said that all them brilliant minds on ESPN and they had because they still having a gold debate. That's why I need to get there. Y'all know what y'all talking about. It's generational. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't sit here and say. LeBron would have survived in the eighties because when you go dunk in the eighties, you was risking your life. Right, <laughs> he, but your shoes there, you, So, so he is. He, he, like, like Michael was cat quick. LeBron can't quit, but bigger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They had a problem with Michael. So think about somebody's this bigger than Michael, and just as yeah. they can handle the basketball. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it would certain players. A, he was a more aggressive Magic Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, but let's be real, real, right? While we say generational goats, Magic, Michael, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, we had these conversations. They would have been good in any, in any generation that they played in. Oh, yeah. And everybody oh, yeah. used to say that about LeBron. LeBron would have just been tougher. Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't be as easy going because he had to scrap. That that have been yeah. how that's, he had always been playing. He would have adjusted to the game. Kobe that's why got I feel buckets. disrespected when they just run past Dirk. I was like. Dirk used to get his ass kicked, but he was able to adjust and dominate in that era and come to a new era and still dominate. I'm like, why y'all just run past Dirk and Tim Duncan? Like, Don't Dirk had to go against your boy, Kevin. Yeah. Tim. Chris I mean, David Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. Yeah, Amari yeah. Stoudemire. Like, you, you can't see it. That, that's a prime example of this GOAT debate. Everybody just run past certain people. Be like, all right, like, it's not like, like LeBron. He had to go through the Pistons. Mm -hmm. He had to go through uh, Orlando. Like I said, Dwight Howard dragged trash, but Dwight Howard wasn't trash. And people forget about that, right? Because he had that bad – he went to the Lakers. He had a bad – he had the bad seasons in L.A., and mm -hmm. everybody just disregarded him. As you said, yeah. they forgot that he had drug <laughs> trash, and you, you that wears you down, right? Yeah. It's only so much pounding, and that's why I say LeBron James – his regiment because you take so much abuse you have to work harder and we're seeing that in la we're seeing lebron get rid of the basketball he don't have to create buckets when anthony davis is on the court i mean low-key he dragging trash again i i agree there's some people I, mean, I, I thought la could have done better better in off season they could have yeah I, I, I thought I, I thought they i thought they let some pieces go like that they, you know, like the Dwight Howard, Rondo is hurt again. But if you're going to go get Andre Drummond, that, that improves you a lot because you can't stop nothing right now. But, again, scoring is always going to – you got to get rid of Kyle Kuzma. Well, he oh don't got God. no value. So. He's just a pretty boy, man. He, he, he built for the ground. That's all it is. And some days he can get you baskets. 
But he can't create he, his own shot. He needs to be in Atlanta, DC, H Town, Chicago. He needs to be somewhere he can make his brand do something without we need a championship. If he was on LAC, it might work. But you think so? I not, just don't think he's that good. No, I'm just saying um, he's not that good. I'm not saying I'm saying it'll work like, oh, look at him, he's cool. Kind of like we got Bobby here in Dallas. You know, Bobby is I love Bowie, but he's not he is trash. <laughs> he ain't gonna do nothing. But it's the fact of the matter that, oh, he's the glue to keep Dallas together because Dallas like to see that buffoonery clown stuff every once in a while. That's Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma is the guy that gets the girls in the seats and he keeps the fashion shit going and that's about it. He ain't gonna do nothing else. He'll maybe get you about eight points. I can do that now. <laughs> you, you think so? You can I get, get eight, eight points, points in the NBA. Oh, foul line. <laughs> yeah, I'd be a free throw shooting motherfucking shit. But other than that, no. <laughs> I'm pump fake. Pump fake Chuck. <laughs> That's all I am. <laughs> I agree. Kyle Kuzma is a waste of space. You muted yourself, Candy. That it's better off for the both of us. <laughs> Mr. Child, you gonna quit coming for me today, okay? Because you remember I was muted, but I can still hear you. I see. You know what? I got you though. I got you because you got great things coming your way. You got a whole second version of me in your life. It is gonna be amazing. This is going to be an amazing eighteen years. Oh man! Oh man! It's going to be amazing. We'll be sitting there getting ignored. Uh, <laughs> see how it works for you. See how it works oh for you. Oh my god! But anyway, we are midway through the NBA season now. We are at the midpoint because it is after All Star break. Um, who do you have out of the Western Conference in the finals? Me? Yeah. Start with Chuck. Um, controversial pick, just because how to um. The trade deadline, everything is going to line up. I go for chemistry and, and synergy. I don't think the Lakers are going to have it this year. I think Utah actually may come out the West this year. So you think Utah will beat L.A. to get there, to, to beat the Lakers to get there? Yeah, because uh, A.D. is a question mark when he's going to come back. And then LeBron, I don't think LeBron really want to drag no more trash. He's too old for that. I know I, I don't want to drag no trash at my age. So <laughs> he can pay the millions of dollars. I know he damn sure don't want to drag no trash. He got, he got Space Jam coming out this summer. Why the hell I'm going to sit here? Right, I'm going to go drag this trash through June again and prove a point. He ain't gonna, ain't no point to prove. You know, so I just think uh, Utah just put together really well. They don't have to add any pieces. Which, and then they don't have to try to figure out the chemistry with those pieces. Um, so I think Utah may be the best bet to come out, out of the West. Mr. Shaw? I'm still on the Lakers. I'm still on the Lakers. I still feel like the Lakers have what it takes, you know what I'm saying, uh, to be that team to get over the hump. Uh, like, like Chuck said, it's questions, though. Like, the, that team is trash minus AD. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's Wesley Matthew, Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder is the only other only other piece that, you know, makes it a that little. That needs to stay healthy. That needs, right, yeah. Right. But, like you said, him and AD. Have That's the two question marks. If LeBron got them two. No problem. But as long as Rudy Gobert still play for the Jazz, ain't nothing to worry about. They they got Donovan Mitchell. 
Mike Conley gonna nut up when you need him. Rudy Gobert can't get you 25 points. He really not that. He don't oh, need no, to be on the no. All-Star team. Yeah, he yeah, don't. He can't get you 25, shouldn't be on the All-Star. The All-Star games yeah. for people who can score 20 plus points. But but he's like the new version of the Matumbo. That's all he is. He's like a French Matumbo. Yeah, you know the difference? Matumbo is a t- Rudy Gobert will not be on TV 20 years from now. Slapping jeans. Yeah, he will. He looks He look, be on he Cops. For what? He looks like he, he already smuggled in the damn coronavirus. He like the else you think he going to smuggle in? He's going to like a Muffet baby. We're not going to be seeing him no more. Yeah. Make a, the Did you team. say he look like a Muffet baby? Yeah. Yeah. baby. One, one of the... The eagle. The eagle looking thing. I know. I said the same it's thing. It's like a borderline Muffet baby. Like it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hmm. D-League Muffet baby. You, he don't really yeah. get much TV time with the Muffet. Right? Well, like, either that, either that, he's going to be wrestling. Wait, who? He's gonna be in WWL. Well, yeah, it's WW be. time to go. It's it's officially time to go after y'all talking about he's gonna be wrestling. Y'all, yeah. this has been another episode of Pull Up where we got all the way off the topic. We went from coming to America to the NBA All-Star game. But hey, this is Pull Up the Podcast where we talk sports news and hip hop culture. This is your girl Candy K Lynn. And your boy Shawton Shaw K the Fat Mom. We have special yeah. guests Chuck in the building. Hey, hey, man, we got to do it again. I love it. Until (laughs) next week, guys. Pull up. We out.